camera style, cameras can't be on. Because, you know, this family sometimes can accidentally share a little too much. And so when you said where people might be coming in from, we've had some mishaps where we haven't been able to release recordings because, you know, cameras are accidentally left on. Everybody is in a safe place today. And, uh, you know, the good news is, is we're all family. We've all seen it, right? We all have it. So we're all going through it. Uh, it's going to be a great morning, Tia. Yeah, it is. What he's saying is, if you are unclothed, that's okay, because we can't see you. So, we're family. Today, today this, this Zoom, we have some We are here for health coach training, Dan. Yes, that's right. You're going to be empowered and equipped today. You, we have an amazing lineup. So, that's we what we're so trying to say. Showing up and um, get your notepad ready, get your pen ready. Let's go. Yeah, for sure, guys. Well, hey, as we dive into week three, uh, we really have been thinking, and that's what, what's beautiful about getting together like this as a family on Saturday mornings, and, and, and I just want to stop on, on week three and congratulate you for making time for you, yeah. not for making time for us. I know your coach probably encouraged you to be here. They sent you the link. They tagged you, and they said, hey, it's getting started. It's getting good, um, but that's because they care about you, but I want to congratulate you for being you and being here. Uh, and making yourself a priority, you know, and, and I've been on a lot of phone calls this week, T and I both have, all of us on the, on the online have, spending a lot of time with especially a lot of you new coaches. Yeah. And uh, we're just so glad to have you a part of this family. Whether you are in the place of, man, I'm just becoming a coach for accountability and, and maybe helping a, would like to help a buddy or two or a couple of family members, or you're also in a place that I'll talk about here in a minute, you've got some big needs and some big yeah. goals. We are so glad that you are here and we welcome you with open arms, I see. Yeah, we, we see you and uh, we are excited to come alongside you. You know, if you implement these, these daily habits, these structural things that we're training over these, you know, we're the next six weeks, um, I promise you over time, your consistency will breed success. Yeah. Success will come into your life because we're proof of it. Like yeah. we're all just like you all, you know, some of us have lost almost a hundred pounds. I know Tiffany Howard has on here. So like our lives have been drastically changed. So it is our mission to help other people drastically change their lives. Yeah. So commit to the process and uh, we're excited that you're, you're part of this mission with us. Yeah, and before we get into our, I want to bring on our first speaker because we're going to get right into it. We've got four fantastic guest speakers today. Um, I want to let you know that it to, to T and I, it feels like yesterday that we were logging on to our first Zoom yeah. uh, just a hair over nine years ago. And many of you may or may not know the story. I'm not going to go into the full details now. But when we started Optavia, uh, we were $220,000 in debt. And, and getting a lot of phone calls and declining a lot of phone calls from a lot of people uh, looking for money and looking for money that we owed them. And we didn't see a way out. We didn't know what was next. In fact, I secretly became a health coach uh, for accountability, but deep down inside, I knew we needed a miracle. And I was a little closed off and reserved to Optavia at first, just because I think I was a hair skeptical it was a different way of business. I was pretty attached to what I was doing, but it wasn't working. It wasn't serving us and our family. I wasn't being the husband that I knew she needed to be or the dad that the kids I knew I needed to be. And this coaching thing was kind of her thing. Mm -hmm. And as I began to step into this process and, and open myself up to maybe trying some new things or getting a little outside of my comfort zone, because I had to ask myself, How's my comfort zone working? Uh, it's interesting. I just had my 12th. It, I got a, a Facebook notification that said, congratulations, your 12th year anniversary. And I remember, like, it, it seems like yesterday that I was just scared to death to post anything on Facebook, uh, scared of what other people will think. And I begin to step into this process, and I begin to listen to people like Dan Valentine and, and Dr. Ray and just other people begin to, uh, share with how they got out of their comfort zone yeah. and how they begin to share their story boldly and authentically. And it was just one step in front of the other. So if, if your step this morning 
is just being here, um, that's incredible. We want to share with you this morning, we've asked these four people to share their story, not as much their story, what they've gone through and how they're overcoming some of these obstacles to really take another step forward. And some of you today are going to be sprinting here in 60 minutes. Others of you are just going to be like, you know what? I can, I can take another step. Yeah. And, uh, and we're just, we just couldn't be more, more excited. So we're going to dive right into it. Enough of us talking. I would like to bring on the, our first guest speaker. I have asked our first guest speakers, Deborah and Daniel Giles, to share. And I asked them, because they've had a, quite a transformation in three years. I said, Deborah, Daniel, if you could go back to your, and tell your previous self as a brand new coach three years ago, knowing what you know now, what would you do differently to speed things up or to talk to your brand new coach's self three years ago, what would that be? Dania, Deborah, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you, Doug. Uh, we were late. Yeah, it was less than three years ago. I bought my kit. Um, he was, I had a husband who didn't want to get involved at all. And I bought my kit and it sat on my desk for four months. Um, and I, I was really nervous about doing something like this. Yeah, I think about that, Doug. We were, I think we were nervous. Deborah was more nervous. I didn't really want to be a part of this. And actually, you flew into town. Some of you may know <laughs> this story. This is crazy to think about. But you flew into our town to do an event. And we said we'd be there. We we're brand new coaches. Well, actually, no. Yeah, we were yeah. coaches. We really weren't all in. And thinking about this today, thinking like, yeah, like, congratulations, like you said, Doug, to the people. You're here. You're here. I actually quit <laughs> before we got started. So you're doing better than we were doing. And so Doug flew in. I think thinking about it now, I think we were just so terrified of being sucked into something that we didn't know about, uh, that there's some home business thing. Uh, we were we were scared of overcommitting. We had a fear of overcommitting ourselves because what if it didn't work out? Um, and it didn't, we didn't lack trust in Doug or Tia. We just didn't trust ourselves that we would know what to do on the other side, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, in fact, you know, I really struggled and maybe some of you relate here. I had bought my kit. But there was a lot of things coming at me, a lot of thoughts, a lot of mindsets I had towards coaching. You know, for me, I had a fear of failure. I didn't want to start something and then people would look at it and go, oh, she started it. What happened? Six months down the road, it's, it's a failure. Um, I, I would feel embarrassed. I'd feel like, wow, you know, I thought she did this whole thing and now what's going on? Um, I feared my reputation. You know, what are people going to think? We all have had thoughts towards home businesses in the past and like, what are they doing and what is that about? You know, when you're a nine to five person and you aren't thinking entrepreneurial at all, uh, it seems a little odd to have a side hustle where you're being a little bit brave. Um, I felt like, what if I get out there and nobody says yes? It's crickets. And I'm like, hey, I, we're getting healthy. And I don't get one phone call. I don't get one comment. I don't get one like. I'm going to be humiliated. I'm going to be so embarrassed. That, we know that didn't happen. It didn't right? happen at all. And these are not real fears. These are things that come up that hold us back. They're not always real. They're not, um, but they do come up. Um, I remember thinking, we're not experts. Like I didn't go to school for help. I'm, I don't, you know, I'm not a gym rat. I don't know how to do this help thing. And why are people going to look at us to find help? And I remember feeling just overwhelmed with that. And I think the last thing I felt, these are just some of my fears. Obviously we kicked a lot of fear in the face. Uh, but another fear I had was this doesn't look like the picture of what I thought it should look like at 38 years old. From what I was working towards, what our family was going towards, this is like came out of left field for us. And I felt like all the time and effort I put in this other thing, we were in, I was in ministry, Daniel was running businesses. How does this fit in to our life? Little did we know it was the perfect fit for us. We had no idea what was waiting for us on the other side of this. And we just had to get out of our own head and get out of our own way. So yeah, going back to if we were starting today and we were a brand new coach, I think we'd say, get over the fears. They're not real. They're totally irrational. They're not real. <laughs> okay. I mean, they do, you do feel them. They're real. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying you don't feel them, but they're not, there's so much, 
this tiny little fears compared to what you think they are. Um, I mean, I think the main things is, there's two fears, right, Deborah? I mean, what are people going to think? Let me tell you, they don't care. They're not thinking about you guys. They, we, we went through all this fear. What would people think <laughs> if we post before and after? And what are people going to think if we do a Facebook Live and we never had anyone criticize us? We never had anyone go, oh, what are you doing? I mean, there was a few people who didn't say anything, but who cares? Like we didn't, after we did it, I can tell you right now as a testimony, they don't care. So if you're wondering right now, should I do a Facebook Live today? Should I do a post? Should I inbox 15 people and start conversation? Do it because on the other side, it's not a big deal. It's not scary at all. I can tell you a fear is that fear of danger and fear that something bad is going to happen. Usually fear, we have that intrinsic fear because it's built into us to fear something dangerous happening. Can I assure you nothing dangerous is going to happen in Optavia? Promise you, it's not dangerous. Mm -hmm. It's only going to uh, help you. Absolutely, but you're going to have to get over your comfort zone. Doug said it really well. Um, our comfort zone gets smaller and smaller. And so what was once comfortable is now no longer comfortable. And I even wondered why our motto within coaching is kick fear in the face. Tia has created that. I thought this has nothing to do with help. It absolutely does because fear is the number one thing that will hold you back from doing something new and something fresh. I remember doing my Facebook Live for the first time. Um, I did it on a Sunday because that's my shower day, right? You put your makeup on, you, you like look your best on a Sunday. She does shower and all the I do, week, but that's, that is it. And I remember sitting there, you know, in my daughter's room because it was the quietest place in the room and pressing, you know, hands shaking, palms sweating, heart beating. I'm going to press start, you know, and I pressed it and I began to share and I was terrified. Was it perfect? No, it was not perfect, but I kicked fear in the face. And you know what? When I ended it, I thought, oh my gosh, that was it. I can do this. This is no big deal. Even if no one's watching, I can still get out there and share. And so a lot of the things that they're asking or we're asking you to do, um, you may be really scared of, but once you do it in, I would say in three, six months from now, you're going to go, Oh, that was it. I can do that. That's not a big deal. Um, yeah. I think some of these things is the key to going all in. So if you have these fears, that is your access route. If you want to go all in today, you need to kick those fears, do that one thing today. I'm speaking to you right now who is sitting on here on this base camp and you still haven't done a Facebook Live, you still haven't started conversations because you have that fear. I tell you, go crush it today, go attack that fear today. That will unlock this thing of going all in. And if you're sitting there going, I'm not quite all in, I'm giving you the roadmap. Going all in is just doing that one thing that's holding you back. Mm -hmm. so. Absolutely. And if you haven't done it yet, it just means you haven't been awakened to what's possible. And that's okay. You will. As you get in on here, we've learned to trust our community. We didn't know who they were. We've learned to trust them. Now I, I trust what they say. What they put in front of me, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I don't have to reinvent anything. What they tell me to do, I'll do and I'll do it well because they're successful and they're, they have my back. They want what's best. They want us to succeed. And so, yeah, that mindset of fear, kick it in the face and go after it because you don't know what's waiting for you on the other side of it. That's right. Well, that's all we got. Back over to you guys. I love it, you guys. That is awesome. And I couldn't agree more with everything that you just said. I think fear puts us in this place of indecision and we get paralyzed. And so then we don't act. And so making the decision to step out and act, do the action. You know, my friend Karen Schatzlein always says, fear is actually the embryo of courage. And so if we can move ourselves from the place, you know, instead of all the what ifs living in that land of the what ifs of fear and insecurity and doubt and all that moving and, you know, intentionally choosing to move into the what if of possibility, quit, you know, take over this whole mindset, you know, grab hold of your thoughts and your limiting beliefs and say, no, I am not going to give in to the fact of like, all of this could go wrong and instead start believing in all of the things that are possible and then line up your action. Just start. Don't wait for the perfect moment. Don't wait to feel ready. Don't wait till it's like all the stars align and the doors open and the kids are quiet and it's not going to happen. Like real life is you just have to start and do it today. So I absolutely couldn't agree more. Love, love, love it. And um, yeah, so, so good. So good. And the accent. That just puts it over the top. I mean, it's it's an unfair advantage as a trainer, <laughs> Daniel. I'm just saying. Welcome. <laughs> You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> there, there it is. He had to bring it on one more time. <laughs> I love we it. We had a bromance this morning. Move along. We got a little bromance. Okay. Uh, so if you haven't noticed yet, today 
we're going to be doing a little bit of mindset work. We always say this, that the success in this business is a combination of the right mindset, the right skill sets, and then putting the action behind it. So we made a conscious decision today that we genuinely believe for the most part, everybody that's on this training, I'll say 90, 95% of you actually already know everything you need to know to be relatively successful in this business. But what happens, and we're all about sharpening the skill sets, and we're going to keep doing that in this base camp. I love this concept of base camp, which is us getting prepared and everything we need to climb that mountain. Well, most of us on here have enough to step out and start doing at least the first actions, but this right up here keeps us from doing it. So today's we're going to do some mindset work and we're going to continue that mindset work with uh, a mindset guru, Yoda, uh, Yoda. Eric Hunsberger's Yoda. I know. He's okay. like Yoda Jr. <laughs> Yoda but, uh, Jr. Okay. Who's Yoda's little... I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where we went with that real quick. We're getting into some Star Wars stuff. Is Yoda Star Wars? Yeah. I don't. Yes, okay. I, We're going to bring on Jabba the Hutt. Folks. No, that, no, that's not a good one. <laughs> All right. Corey Baker, go ahead, man. After that <laughs> terrible introduction. That's the first time in my whole life I've ever been in, compared to Jabba the Hutt, but that's, that's cool. But I will say this, uh, any comparison that uh, I can get to Eric Hunsberger, I will take it. Hey, uh, I, I, this is my favorite thing to talk about. Absolutely love it. And I love getting the chance just to talk to everybody here for just a few minutes about something that's very important. And um, hopefully not just in the next seven minutes, but for, for all of us that we'll find ourselves um, awakening in some area. You know, I'm looking forward to the end of the month that counting today, uh, there's eight days left in August. And uh, I'm guessing that, uh, uh, all of us look at what our business is now and we want it to look different on August 31st than what it is now. I, I don't think there's anybody on this call that's thinking to themselves, uh, man, I'm, I'm totally good and I don't want anything else to happen uh, in the month of August. We all want um, different things to happen. We want to help more people. And I also know that there's probably a few of us that are here that just maybe feel a tad bit overwhelmed right now. You know, you feel overwhelmed with what's happening in coaching. You, you feel overwhelmed with what's happening in your life. And, you know, Doug told, told me this five years ago when we first started, but it's so true that Optavia tends to be um, just a picture of what's happening in your real life. So if you feel overwhelmed with Optavia, odds are you're overwhelmed with other areas of your life. And coaching tends to be something that reveals what's actually happening in your life. If you feel overwhelmed in your life, you're going to feel overwhelmed as a coach and and it just works like that. So I want to invite you for the next few minutes just to breathe for a second because I think there's a lot of us that put so much pressure on ourselves in every area of our life and this business is no different. We put pressure on ourselves to be an amazing mom. We put pressure on ourselves to be a fantastic coach. We put pressure on ourselves. And when things start moving, uh, we tend to feel a little bit overwhelmed. And I will tell you this, that from someone who has had a tendency to be overwhelmed, the tendency for most people that are overwhelmed is to look at a growing list of things to do and not do any of them because we just don't know where to start. We don't know where to begin. And the more... Uh, you put things off, the bigger that list gets, and the more overwhelmed we actually are. And I want to take you back to the beginning of when you became a coach. And I know that for some of you, that beginning was not too long ago. Some of you became a coach recently, within the last couple weeks, within the last couple months. I'm guessing there's a vast majority of many of you that are on this call today that have just made the rank of senior coach. Some of you have not made senior coach. Some of you are still wanting to get your first client or two, and you're just wanting to just walk into this thing and think to yourself, can I fit here? Can I belong here? Is this uh, for me? And I want to invite you, for those of you that have been coaching for a little while, I want to invite you back to remembering how excited you were when you first became a coach. I cannot think of anyone that purchases a coaching kit and thinks to themselves, I'm going to royally screw this up. Not many people start that way. In fact, most people start thinking of the endless possibilities of what something like this could happen. And you walk in with dreams and plans and vision and future and excitement. And you get off of that uh, coach explore call and you're like, okay, I can do this. And then somewhere after that, 
there tends to be these self-doubt demons that tend to sneak their way in and then it kind of changes the way that we think. And, you know, I will say this, we all started with the same things, meaning we all started with the reason why we did this. And we all started with reasons why we didn't think we could. Every one of us did. Dan, Megan, Doug, Tia, all of us started with something that we thought we could do with this. And we all started with reasons why we were the exception of why it wouldn't work. Okay, I, I'm too high profile. I'm not high profile enough. I, I, I'm too heavy. People won't take me seriously. I have, don't have much of a weight loss story. All of us walk into this feeling like we are the one exception as to why this isn't going to work for us, right? So for some of us that may uh, not have the businesses that we want right now, Okay, if your business isn't what you want, if you're not yet senior coach, if you don't have the number of clients that you want to have, um, I will tell you that it very well could be, and I'm no uh, Optavia prophet here, but I will tell you that it very well could be that the reason why you may not have the business you want, you've tried to figure out all the things, you've tried to put all the skill sets, you've tried to get all the mindsets, but maybe could it be that the simple reason why you're not growing as fast as you want is because you've forgotten how to have fun with this. You, you've forgotten why you got started with this in the first place because you wanted to help a couple people feel the way that you feel, look the way that you look, have the, the, the excitement that you have. And it's, no re, and it's no surprise that people, when they first start coaching, that they grow fast. One of the reasons they grow fast is because there's so much excitement in their voice for how they feel that it comes across in the assessment that you give. And when you lose sight of you trying to become your best you physically, I am telling you, it will now come across as you are trying to get someone to sign up for something instead of trying to join you in something you're already doing. So I will say that if you want this to kick into high gear for you, one of the things that you can do is really commit to having fun with this and asking yourself a very serious question, am I trying to get someone to sign up for something or am I trying to invite someone into a passion that I feel for being excited for where I am going in my own health journey? And if you have lost track and if you're flirting with the five and one instead of doing it, I'm telling you, it will come across in the way that you share. So one of the biggest things you can do as as you move forward is saying, I'm going to recommit to being me and to really go after my own personal health journey. And I'm going to have fun along the way because listen, that's the way it goes. Listen, we've talked about this, man. You know, it's important. Doug, Doug and Dan talked about this a lot the last couple of weeks and Gina, you know, making a list, make a list of 100 people that you really want to help or 250 people or 500 people. And you know, sometimes as we have clients, um, you know, we, we have to look at this. Like we write this list of 100 to 200 names down, which is great. And you think to yourself, this person would crush program. This person would be an awesome coach. So this is a two-part process where you write down the list of names that you want to help. And then the harder part is looking deep inside of yourself and say, am I someone that the people on that list would want to reach out to? Are you living a life that is attractional to the people that you are trying to coach? Listen, it, we all have whiners, okay? We all do. But if all you attract is whiners, there might be a reason why whiners keep reaching out to you. If all you are attracting is people that are difficult, could it be that those people that are difficult have a reason that they are reaching out to you? And I'm not trying to attack anyone again. I've got crazy clients too, okay? But the deal is we look at ourselves and look inward, and this is mindset stuff where we say, am I being a person that is attractional? to the ones that I am desiring to reach out to, right? So we're in the process of building a new house and um, I was out with my um, uh, contractor and we were, he was showing us where our outdoor fire pit's gonna be and I'm excited about having an outdoor fire pit. And I got this picture of this outdoor fire pit because I think this outdoor fire pit kind of resembles a lot of coaches when it comes to their business because we have this fire pit and there's some of us that our mission is just to do whatever we can so that that fire won't go out. We're, we're adding a little kindling to the fire because our biggest fear is that we don't, we don't want the fire to go out. So our, our motivation is we, we gotta put little logs on the fire, we gotta put little kindling on the fire, we don't want the fire to go out. Listen, if you don't want the fire to go out, pour some gasoline on the fire. 
Like, I think there's some of us, as, as we look at this, and this is an invitation that I want to invite you to, because I think there's, you know, uh, we just heard from this from the Giles, but there's a lot of fear that goes into this. And I want to invite you to one very basic thing, and that is this. I want to invite you to be more consumed by what you are trying to create than you are afraid of what you have to lose. I want to invite you to be more consumed by what you are trying to create with your life and with your family and with your business than what you are afraid of what you have to lose. Some of us have a tendency when we have a couple of clients to, to smother them and, and to just be all over them because we're just afraid that the, the small embers of our business would burn out. And so we're just trying to make sure. And that's why we get so freaked out when a, can, when a, premiere, cancellate, when a premiere cancels or we, we get afraid or, or freak out when one person we offer coaching to just isn't ready yet, or we get a little upset when one person that we comment on, we make a post and one person says uh, something negative, and we're like, man, here we go um, again. Can I tell you something? I saw this the other day. Stop being surprised when not everyone likes you or wants to partner with you because you don't like everybody either. Okay? I guarantee you that you don't like everybody. There's people that you see that you're like, I don't, man, I just don't like them. I don't want to partner with them. Listen, there's people that feel that way about you too. So stop being surprised when not everyone likes you because there are people that you don't like either. It's really that simple. And listen, here's a couple things. Number one, I invite you to do this. Number one, stop saying these couple words. Stop saying, here we go again. Whenever you have somebody cancels premiere, stop saying it. Quit saying, here we go again. Quit saying what else is new. I guarantee you that the 150 names that you have on your list do not desire to be coached by a victim. They do not desire to be coached by someone that is negative. They don't desire to be coached by someone that feels like the world is out to get them. Go after it. So last thing I want to share, and then I'll be done. When I was, you know, there's a pastor that I follow. I was a minister for a while. And uh, there was a minister that many of you on this uh, Zoom today know. His name's Tommy Barnett. Tommy Barnett, phenomenal man, uh, helped a lot of people. And Tommy Barnett wrote a book once called The Miracle is in the House, all right? And the point of the book was that whatever your church was, that the number of volunteers you need, the givers you need, they are all in the house. Here's what I think, right? I think that sometimes as a coach, we put too much stock in the people we've already reached and not enough in the people we don't even know yet. So I would put one little thing and with Optavia, I will tell you that your miracle is not in the house. And your path to global is on the other side of people that don't even know your name yet. Right? And, and there's some of us, and you know, I would say this, if this is you, we're just going to get real for like 30 seconds here. If you're someone that thinks and wonders if you can't do this, I want you to put this guy or this girl in the chat. You're like, man, I, I just don't know if I can do this. I don't know if this is something that I can do. I've, I've wondered and I've, listen, if, if you are a senior coach and above and you have wondered if this is something I can do or I can't do, did you know that you are right now finding five U's away from FIBC? You think you can't do this. You think that you don't have what it takes. You are finding five more people just like you from FIBC if, if you can help a couple more people get healthy. And Doug said this so many times. If you can find five people to get healthy, you can find 25. So hopefully those were some things that helped you today. Um, and um, that's all I got. Thanks, guys. Straight fire. Oh, my goodness. Corey Baker, straight fire. I think I'm going to go back and listen to that about five times this week when I feel like I'm going to have a pity party, you know? Um, who, who out there is like going to call a throwdown on some pity parties that you've had yourself? Yeah. It's time. The world's waiting for us. Corey just said, like, it's time for us to kick that fear in the face, to shine bright, to live unapologetically. Maybe you need to, after this call, maybe you do need to have a little more fun and put on some dance party music and blast some music throughout your house. Like, it's time to shift the tide for your family and not get bit stuck back into the drama, but lean into this process because the thing is, you know, you heard Deborah four months, myself, I didn't go senior coach in my first couple months of coaching. I didn't go ED for a year, you guys. It doesn't matter this the it doesn't matter how fast you get to the mountaintop. The view is the same. 
we want you. We want you in this journey with us. Yeah. You can do this. Right. Lean into the process. Yeah, that's good. I was thinking, you know, when Corey, you were sharing uh, about, you know, your future and our future clients and our future coaches. Um, three months before Dan uh, and Megan were sponsored and, and started their health journey, I was at Sundance. Um, it's a leadership training for, uh, for, for, I won't go into the ranks, but anyway, there's a lot of top coaches that go there in the fall in October. And I said from stage, and I, I'd probably heard it from somebody else at some point before, but I truly believed it for the first time in my life. I said, I truly believe the best coaches in the future of Octavia have not been um, sponsored. They even became a client. Yet. I remember saying to you, and I was wearing a great sweatshirt, JC sent me a picture of it the other day. Um, I, I was wearing a gray sweatshirt, and I, I said they're 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 still a hundred pounds overweight, and they haven't even been sponsored yet. They haven't even started their program yet. That's how much I believe. Like we haven't, like our our best partners have not even came. And, and, and two months later, Dan signed up for program, lost almost hundred pounds. And so, if you're part of Dan's line, you were part of that. True. But, and Dan said that about a year ago, I heard Dan say it, like, I truly believe, and I heard Corey say that. And I know for a fact that your best partners, your future globals and presidentials are, are waiting to see your Facebook Live today. They're, they need to see, they need an update on your health journey is what they need. They, they need to see another before and after photo that doesn't look like the girl that you posted yesterday. They need to hear something from the heart. Yeah. Because when we, when we have a shift in mindset, action must follow. Sometimes it's the action to, you know, like we had, we had a little bit of a 20 minute pity party yesterday. Yeah. And you and both of us, even, even we had a little pity party. Literally within 20 minutes, we nipped it in the butt and said, you know what, this is BS. Let's get into action. Let's get outside of ourselves. Get us outside of the stupid head sometimes because it can take us to dark places. Let's get our butts into action and stop focusing on the black dot. Anyway, whew, we're only halfway through. Should we keep this party train going? Let's do it. Well, let's head down south. Whoop, whoop. Dan's back here, you know, whoop, whooping. <laughs> uh, let's head down south. Speaking of accents. They have a way of saying subtle things that we need to hear. Sounds um, sweet, though. Through a, through a, just a sweet voice that I was like, oh, slap me one more time, Tiffany Howard. <laughs> just just tell, me, tell me the truth with that sweet Southern accent. What's up, Tiff? How are you guys? Oh, my gosh. This has been amazing. I mean, I was, if y'all were recording me, oh, Lord, I was so fired up. This is amazing. And I know that some of you on this call have been around a long time and you know our heartbeat, right? You know our passion, you know our family. But I know that some of you are probably like, wow, these people are so passionate. But can I tell you that when your life has been radically changed, you are passionate. And so many of us on this line, guys, we, are, we were sitting exactly where you're sitting. I remember four years ago, sitting where you're sitting, watching so many of these guys pouring into me. And I just, you know, this week, I really, it was, it was perfect timing when Dan and Doug asked, you know, if I would be willing to share, because this week I've had so many moments that have brought me back to where I was four years ago. And I know there's a lot of you guys who maybe have been coaching for years, but I know some of you on the line are newer. And um, I know some of you are broke. You're broke financially. You're broke mentally. Some of you on this line are praying for a miracle. Who would put in the chat, like, I've been praying for a miracle. Um, I know some of you are just surviving life. That was me. How many of you are just stuck in the rat race of life? Every day you're getting up. What are you doing? You're, you know, getting yourself ready. You're making breakfast for your kids, trying to rush them out the door, get their backpacks, get yourself to a dead end job, right? Work all day, get home, try to get the kids and you got to take them to sports practice or whatever it is. You got to make dinner, clean up, do homework. And how many of you fall into the bed at night completely exhausted? I remember that life, guys. 
I am no different than you. None of us are. And we're so passionate because we are where you, we were where you are. And can I tell you, I remember being so exhausted. I remember building someone else's dream. I remember working three full-time jobs while my husband worked three full-time jobs. How many of you know what it's like to give the best of you to your job and to everyone else and the worst of you, the leftovers to your family? So many of us were living that but we were justifying it, right? I justified it as this is normal. It's what everyone does. But can I tell you, it doesn't have to be that way. Guys, I know some of you relate to being financially broke. I was financially broke. I remember I was so reminded of that this week. We had so many different experiences happen. And I remember that literally paying bills and then going, I have $100 left to last me two weeks. Guys, I remember going the day before payday and looking in my account to find change and realizing that my husband has to get gas for his hour commute. And what am I going to do? I, I knew that if I used a debit card, but I ran it as credit, it wouldn't hit my account until after he got paid. Any of y'all relate to that? Guys, I know what it's like. I remember having to walk in to that food stamp office the embarrassment of putting my family on food stamps when my husband and I worked six jobs and we were in ministry. I felt like how could God allow that to happen to our family when we were doing what we thought was best, what he called us to do. Guys, I relate to where you were. I know what it's like to be on empty. I know what it's like, but I thought that was normal. But can I tell you, some of you may not relate to being financially broke, but how many of you are broke mentally? You're, you, you may look like you got it all together on the outside, but you're killing yourself on the inside. You're in the, the uh, corporate life of the high pressure, the sales, the demands, but you're missing moments with your children that you will never get back. So many of you are praying for a miracle. Can I tell you, this can be your miracle. This is all of our miracles. That's why we're so passionate about this. Do you realize what you have in your hands? I know sometimes, guys, you are just surviving day to day. And you're like, at the end of the day, I can't do the work in this. I'm just too tired. I'll do it tomorrow. How many of you fell in the bed at night? I'll just do it tomorrow. Like, I'm so tired. But guys, I want you to wake up if you're not awake. I want you to realize that this vehicle, God, listen, God gave me the key to my freedom. It was called Optavia, but I had to put the key in that door and I had to turn that lock and I had to boldly bust through it with every fear in my head. Guys, I had every fear that the Giles talked about and Corey talked about. I wasn't good enough. I've been fat all my life. Nobody would listen to me. I was the poor girl, right? I was the minister. How can I be a minister and do this? I had every excuse. Oh, I had haters, y'all. I had so many haters. People said I was chasing money and not my mission anymore, my ministry. Guys, I had every fear in my head, but I knew that God had gave me this vehicle. Can I tell you, I fully believe with every fiber of my being that God has an abundant life for every single one of you, no matter what you believe. I believe that there's an abundant life waiting for every single person in the world. But do you know how many people slammed the door on that life because of their own fears? How many people have failed at so many things? So they're like, this is just going to be another failure because listen, your brain only does what you believe. You determine your success based on what you know. You are the thermostat. Can I tell you that? So some of you get to ED and you never go past that because you don't believe you deserve it. You don't even realize you're doing that. Maybe it's from what people told you about you growing up, the homes that you grew in. But listen to me. Some of you think that, oh, I can't do this. You failed at so many things, right? That failure reel is playing in your head of everything you failed at. But can I tell you, you didn't fail. You quit too soon. You quit too soon. Anything worth having, it takes time. It's not easy. What in the world do you get worth easy? Do you know I wanted, my husband, Andy, I love that man so much. Do you know he used to say all the time growing up, God's going to drop a briefcase of money into our front yard. Okay, he didn't really believe that, but that's what he wanted. He wanted God to just provide the money, just a solution. But can I tell you, if God would have truly did that, I would have never appreciated it. I would have knew how to handle it, and I would have lost all of it. Doug actually talks about that in his amazing book, right? You have to work for it because if God just, Megan Valentine talks about this, if God just gave you the business you wanted right now, 
you would lose it all because you hadn't worked hard to earn it. Listen, guys, you, you have to make a decision. You're worth it and you can do this. And you have to go all in. This is a long game. You see a lot of leaders in Optavia, but can I tell you, we all were sitting in your same seats. We just determined, we knew what we wanted and we went for it. Guys, I wanna ask you, and I really want when we get off this call, you to do this. If you knew you couldn't fail, if any life you wanted was possible, what life would you create? Because I can tell you, and every leader speaking on here can tell you that life is beyond possible. But are you willing to do the work? Are you willing to be consistent? Or are you gonna build someone else's dream until the day you die? Do you realize you go to work thinking it's secure? It's not secure. You're building another person's dream. We had a coach who's a FIBIC. She's a minister of the gospel. She is an amazing lady who is extremely integral, extreme character. And you know what she texts this week? She still, even though they do what they do, they still, both her and her husband still have to work full-time jobs. And she sent us this text and said, I'm just hurt today. I went to work and my boss accused me of not doing my job well. And he beat her up. Can I tell you that your employer doesn't care about you? You care about you. Your employer doesn't care about your family. You care about your family. Build your dream. Don't go to the grave building someone else's. Guys, anything you want. Is possible but it's gonna take a lot of work it's gonna take a lot of consistency it's gonna take doing this when you don't feel like it and I promise you and every one of us can promise you it will be worth it thanks guys Wow Tiff I, I was reading the chat and uh, someone said why do I cry every time <laughs> Tiffany talks and I'll tell you why because Tiffany it's it, it, it's not even the words she's saying although they're amazing it's because it comes straight from her heart uh, and it is truth and she just genuinely believes like we all do. We do this, not because we like getting up at three in the morning in Maui. <laughs> uh, we do this because we know that every one of you on here can do this. Like, and, and I love that we spoke to at the beginning, those of you that might be doubting that and that's normal, but you know what? There's almost 8,000 people in uh, coaches in the base camp Facebook group. There are a thousand on Zoom right now, live, and there are 1,100 1, on Facebook Live right now. So out of almost 8,000, one quarter of you are on right now. Give yourself some credit. Or if you are watching the recording because you absolutely couldn't be there. We are so quick to be down on ourselves when we don't do everything perfect, but do you celebrate yourself when you show up? Do you help improve your reputation with yourself by giving honor to yourself for the things that you're doing right? We just genuinely, our heart is that we just, we just so believe in all of you and we have one more speaker coming up before we uh, close today, but you want to jump in? I was just thinking, you know, if I were a new coach on here today, I think it's really easy to look at everybody speaking today and think how amazing they are and think, okay, I don't know if I could ever be like that. Or I don't know if I, you know, sure, if I was like that, I would have a thriving business. But can I just assure you that um, no one on here started out this way, that you become the leader that you desire to be by showing up and doing the action and building this business as you pursue those dreams, as you put in these actions, you, you know, the more you practice, the more you gain the skill. You know, we always, Dan and I always say, you know, it's not that we've done anything different. We just have more no's than most people. You know, we, we've learned this by doing it and by failing and by dealing with critics and by dealing with ourselves and realizing that the obstacle is the way. And normally we are our biggest obstacle, but that also means we are the way, right? And if we can have personal breakthrough, then that personal breakthrough will allow for breakthrough for everyone else. And so just wanted to encourage you because I know that you listen to Tia and the Giles and Corey and Tiffany, and it's so easy to go, man, well, maybe one day I could have that. Yes, because we all grew into that and you will grow into the person that you need to be by just starting and by doing it and keep showing up, not just on Saturdays, but keep showing up for your business and your dreams every day. And what our heart would be today, and I, I, I love Doug and Tia Wood so much. I mean, we're all here as a result of not only a decision that they made, 
but daily decisions that they yep. made. You know, we always say thank you for your yes, but there's a whole lot of yeses out there that didn't have enough yeses the day after that and the day after that to create what Doug and Tia would have created. And I love Doug called me yesterday and we were talking about base camp and he just has such a huge heart. He wants nobody as we all do to be left behind. And so our hope when we get off this base camp, what's our goal? It's not to give you a bunch of tactics and how to's today. We really believe you have those or you have access to your mentorship or training or whatever you need. Our hope is that when you get off of this base camp today, you will be equipped with a belief that you can do this. And I know, listen, it's true. You actually don't have to believe to get results. You just have to do the work. However, most of the time, we won't do the work if we don't have the belief that paralyzes us. So our hope is that no matter where you're at in this business, that you would walk away from this just genuinely going, you know what, doggone it, <laughs> I can do this. And that's every person that's on here, and I'll just speak to myself because I don't want to call other people stupid, but you guys are going, what's he going to say right now? I was stupid enough to believe that I could freaking do this thing. That's it. I was just dumb enough to go, well, why not me? I didn't realize it was going to be hard and I might not be able to do it. I just did it. Every one of you are in that same position. So I'll get off my soapbox and bring on our next trainer. Get this. His, his, they've been coaching together for about four years, John and Kristen Buckner. John just came on two years ago. Uh, and he's going to speak some massive truth to all of us. And we asked him the same thing. Hey, if you could speak to um, yourself as a brand new coach coming in, learning what you've learned and having the massive success that you had, uh, what would you speak? So uh, get ready. John Buckner, one of my favorite trainers. All right. Well, thank you guys so much. And good gracious. Like, I feel like you guys don't even need to hear from me because this has just been amazing. And as they were talking, I have something I want to kind of wrap up with. But as they were talking, just thoughts were coming to my head. Um, and Tiffany talked about the passion that you may be a brand new coach and you're on here and you're like, good Lord, they're blowing my hair back. I wrote this down. I said, desperate people who find hope become passionate people who deliver hope. And so you hear a lot of passion because all of us at one time were just desperate people. We were in a place of desperation and we found Optavia. Most of us by scrolling Facebook and seeing a friend who lost weight. And, and if it's anything like me, I remember back when we first discovered Optavia, we were just scrolling Facebook. We were in a place of desperation. Um, personally, I was so desperate. I didn't even know what to look for anymore. And I didn't know there was an answer. I felt like I was locked in a cage and I had no way out. My wife and I were church planners. We, I worked two and often three jobs just to make ends meet. Um, people often ask, well, what are those jobs? One of them, I literally delivered skin. Skin grafts for surgery. I would show up, deliver it, dry ice packaged. It was creepy, straight silence of the lamb stuff. Um, but I was doing whatever I needed to do to make ends meet. And... and I was personally internally going through things that were causing shame, causing guilt. Um, I was not the husband I needed to be. I would stand up and speak on Sundays, but I wouldn't live like that Monday through Saturday because I just felt so lost, so struggling. Um, felt like I had no answer. And I, I didn't know a way out. And Kristen and I, when we saw somebody get healthy, we thought, man, if we could maybe win in that area, it would at least shine a little hope on our desperate life. Like maybe that would help us. I had no idea what I was walking into. And I just want to tell you, because I know you watch these trainers and often I'm sitting here going like, how am I even in a lineup like this with these amazing people? And they are amazing. But just like Megan said, we all came into this. Most of us just wanted to lose a little weight. Like most of us did not come into this saying, I want to be on stage speaking in front of people, or I want to sit on a Zoom with thousands of people and train. That wasn't our desire. In fact, we couldn't even think that big at that time. We just wanted to find a little bit of hope, and we just kept taking steps in the process. So if you're brand new, if you're a senior coach, if you're a manager, wherever you're at, I encourage you, just keep taking a step in the process. 
just keep taking a step in the process. Um, because here's the thing, every single one of us didn't come, just like Megan said, we didn't come into Optavia like this, we became this. It's a process of becoming. It's a process of stepping, yes, physically becoming what you wanna be, but also like mentally, emotionally, spiritually. Um, I lost 40 pounds, but I gained so much more. In fact, I'm sitting and looking at this lineup going, oh my gosh, I cannot imagine my life not in community with these people. And I didn't even know I needed them four years ago. I didn't even know I needed them in my life. And now I can't imagine not doing life with them. That's how impactful this can be if you just keep taking steps in the process. And here's the reality. There's people who've probably already logged off. And they might have valid reasons. They might got places they got to go, things they got to do. But here's the thing. There's going to be people that are, everybody's so inspired on this, right? Like there's no way you can't. But here's what happens is, does your inspiration lead to action? Because many people will close their computer, log off, and go about their week. And they will, they will dream. They will dream of a better life. They'll wish for a better life. And they'll be right back here next Saturday being fired up again, getting to hear all these amazing speakers, and then they'll log off and not put any action to their dreams. There's gonna be some though, that as soon as this is over, they're not gonna wait till Monday to start sending out those conversations. They're not gonna wait till Monday to start creating that list. They're gonna get off this and I'm, I'm doing it right now. I'm creating a list right now. I'm contacting somebody right now. I'm sending them a message right now. And I just want to encourage you, if you're watching this going, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Can I tell you something? You belong here. You belong here. For Kristen and I, one of the biggest milestones, we've had a few different mile markers along the way in our Optavia journey. One of the biggest ones, I wasn't even a coach yet. She just wanted me to come and see what this thing was all about at a convention. And at that convention, we said to each other, why not us? Why not us? You might be on here and somebody invited you to this coaching journey and you're just getting going. Maybe you're like Deborah and Dan, you left that kid on there for four months, didn't even open it. I encourage you today, look yourself in the mirror and say, why not me? What if what they're saying and whatever happened to them, what if that happened to me? And then put action into it. Because here's the thing, guys. And, and like Dan said, there's not a ton of action steps we've necessarily given you yet. But here's what I will say about action is you can have, I've heard the phrase growing up and you probably heard this through like knowledge is power, right? Knowledge is power. Here's the thing. Knowledge without action means nothing. You can know every, there's, I guarantee you, there is probably an executive director on this call right now that knows a lot more of, and better at coaching somebody than I do. Like they have the knowledge. They probably have better nutrition knowledge. They have better people skill knowledge. They have all the knowledge better than me. But like Dan said, I'm stupid enough to just start doing it and see what happens. Like I'm dumb enough to say, hey, I'll probably make mistakes along the way, but I'm just going to take some steps. I'm going to trust my mentorship. I'm going to bring them with me and say, hey, I probably screwed this up, but can you listen to this health assessment and see if I'm doing it wrong? But I'm going to do it. Some of us get all this knowledge and we sit there and we got our binders. I'm still taking notes. But we got, our, we got binders and binders of knowledge, and we have put zero feet to that knowledge. And so I encourage you, get the knowledge, but then put some action to your knowledge. And you might be here again, might be new going, well, what kind of action? Well, trainings are one. Being on here is good, but here's, can I tell you something? Base camps, trainings, if you don't put action to what you're hearing on them, it's fake work. You're just showing up for kumbaya every week. Like put some action to these trainings. And again, I'm sorry if you're brand new and you're like, oh, that kind of offends me. Um, as, <laughs> as Doug has said to me, lace that shoe up and wear it. Because like maybe we like sit on these and it's great to be in this community and that's life changing. But you know what's more life changing? When you see it happen for somebody else. The greatest shift for Kristen and I in our business was when the desires for other people to accomplish their dreams became bigger than our own. When it went from what we could get from Optavia to what we could give through Optavia, our business changed. So I encourage you, when you begin to dream for yourself, start looking at others and what can happen through them when you give this gift to them. You know what um, changed our sponsoring mindset big time? 
is when we saw what could happen in a single mom if she raised enough income to not have to need another job. When we saw um, friends that are in ministry and the wife wouldn't have to go out and get a job outside of the home, but she could stay home with the kids, she could support whatever needs to be supported. When we were able to give that gift to somebody, mind blown. And, it, and it, that helped us kick fears when we saw the potential and what could happen for other people. So I encourage you, as I close, a few things. Uh, Corey kind of mentioned things to stop saying. Things that I would encourage you to stop saying is things like, oh, I would love to be on that, but I can't because I have this. Oh, oh or, or he mentioned, I don't have the influence. Things like, I can't, I don't, I'm not good at. Stop saying those things. Because, and this is just like, Real honest here. Sorry if you didn't want me to go this honest. But when you say things like I can't or I don't, what you're really saying and replace it with, I'm not willing to grow in that area. That one hurts a little more. I don't have time because my kids sounds like I'm being a good dad. But when I flip it around and say, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to grow in that area. Ooh, that one hurts. If there's areas in your life that, man, oh, I'm just not good at tech stuff, so I don't really look at connect. Oh, I'm not really good at talking on the phone, so I don't do health assessments really well. What you're saying is I don't want to grow in that area because that's not a character flaw. That's a skill set. Skill sets can be learned. Every single person on here learned skill sets to help them in their business, but they had to make the choice, make the decision to say, I want to grow in this area. So I would ask you, where are you personally growing? What's your growth level? How's your growth mindset? And make the decision today, as you log off of this, say, I'm making the decision to grow in these areas. Maybe it is with health assessments. Maybe it is with conversations, social media. And then talk to your mentorship team and say, I need to grow in this area. Can you help me? Can you assist me? I need some help in this area. And also I would say as I close about making a decision wherever you're at, Whatever rank, however long you've been coaching, make the decision on the next step you want to go to. Because that's where it starts, guys. You don't just accidentally go executive director. You don't wake up one day and be like, whoa, I didn't even know it. I'm FIBC. That's awesome. Congratulations to myself. You make the decision to go there. And then when you make the decision, your actions need to support the decision you made. So make the decision today. Get into action with those decisions and don't just rely on the knowledge, get moving with the knowledge you have. So thank you guys for letting me be a part. Hey, John, thank you so much. And uh, just such value. You know, we wrap up here and then T and I will toss it back to Dan and Megan to officially close. Um, You know, where do we go from here? You know, it's like, I'm, you know, reading the chat, getting even some text messages, uh, very moved this morning. Yeah. Our, 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 our spirits are full. Our yeah. hearts have maybe even been filled. A lot of, I needed this. This was for me today. And, um, you know, I think when we fill our cup, what do we do? We got eight days left in the month. I think one of the biggest acts of love that we can do is when our cup has been filled, yeah. we fill somebody else's unattached. So you're and Doug, what kind of action do I take? I think some of us, the moment this Zoom closes in about seven minutes, we stop and we quiet ourselves. We don't check Facebook. We don't look at the notifications. Some of us with kids might have to go to the bathroom, <laughs> turn the fan on, and say, Daddy, your mommy's in the bathroom, and have a quiet moment, and now pour into someone else. Yeah. I just did it myself. I was thinking of somebody five minutes ago. I don't know why, but I told this person that I see them and they're not alone and I value them and the world needs them. Some (laughs) of them that you might reach out to today might be on this call. Probably most of them are not. Probably a lot of them are potential clients or coaches. Maybe a lot of them are current coaches who are not on this call and there's a reason why they're not on this call. They might need you to have them in the friend zone and stop putting them in the coach zone because there's a reason they're not here. And if we keep tagging, 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 there's something more going on. There's a reason they're not here. So maybe they just need a love tap or an encouragement. So you do this with how many people you want to. I don't care. 
Then some of you are in the tug of war of going, well, how, how does that help me finish my month strong? Well, what if it's not always about finish your month strong <laughs> and what you need? What is about giving? And I know God's law. When you give, yeah. you will receive. I think it'll show up in your connect before the 31st. I do. But maybe lose the strategy and implement the heart today and see what shifts. Where energy goes, energy will flow. And so as you begin to shift these mindsets at John Buckner, I remember being at you and Kristen's home and looking over, you stayed at a healthy happy hour because there's some guys coming. So Kristen said, please stay home. I think you you even forego a basketball game that you have seats at to stay that night at that healthy happy hour. But I remember seeing you, John Buckner, and knowing I was like, God, I know he's a world changer. I remember coming and listening into your, I came to your church that Sunday, heard you preach, and I'm like, this guy is a world changer. And some of you, you have some world changers that you're coaching right now. You don't necessarily, I didn't say that to John Buckner that day. I just came alongside Kristen and John, and I said, how can I serve you? How can I help you? Let's build this. Let's do this. And so here's my thing. I heard some people like saying, oh, I'm emotional. There needs to be an altar call. I mean, because we all come from different backgrounds of faith and stuff. Here's what I'm saying. Like, I action diffuses fear. After you get up this call, go Facebook Live. I'm telling you, kick fear in the face. Like Doug said, maybe it's a phone call. Maybe it's literally you need to go live on your Facebook, share your, tr your transformation, give some hope. Um, let's do this. People are waiting for us on the other side of the sphere. John Buckner, so grateful you kicked fear in the face. You stayed that night and you built this with Kristen because um, you are a world changer. So I know many of you right now are, there's people in your heart and on your mind that are world changers that you want to offer this to. Be normal, love them. It's going to be amazing what's going to take place. So great. Uh, I, I don't know. Um... I, I, our hope is that your hearts are full today. And Doug, I love what you just said. That pretty much sums up our action steps for today. Forego the strategy and implement the heart this week. Be a giver and it will come back to you. And I, I think this could be, I'm sitting here thinking this as I'm listening to everybody. As I look back in my life, there were some very pivotal moments that really changed the course and trajectory of my life uh, spiritually in other ways, direction for my life. And most of those were relatively emotional moments. And I really genuinely believe that this could be a training. Um, first of all, it'll be on the podcast. So listen to it again, get this, fill yourself up this week. Um, but this could be a pivotal moment for Many of you that were on here, you needed to hear the things that were said. You needed the, the confirmation that you can do this. You needed that life poured into you to be able to take this where you can actually take it. And I'm telling you, and I'd say this probably every, probably a hundred times a week to people, you will not fail at this. You will not. It is impossible to fail at this. Okay. I've never... I mean, I suppose somebody could, but I've never seen anybody fail at this. Just haven't seen it. I've seen a lot of people quit before they succeeded, though. Mm. So if you're wondering whether or not you can succeed, 100% up to you. Any last words before we end this thing? I don't want to end it. I want to keep going and hang out <laughs> with all you guys. No, I just think, you know, I've had multiple conversations with coaches this week that line up with this base camp because – they feel like their business isn't growing and their goals aren't being reached, but they're checking these boxes of action. But the thing is, is you can check boxes of action, but you're not off coming from an authentic place. And I said, well, how much are you cheerleading? How, you know, when are you, when is it in your calendar to go and just love on people? When is it in your, you know, um, love is the strategy, you know, and when you can, the winning combination is that the hard work and the hard work and doing this from a place where you're not just checking a box and you're not just going for a rank and you're not getting caught up in that, but you're, you're, you're doing the work inside of you every day. Um, like 
if you need to listen to this every morning this week, then do that because you need to foster that kind of um, fountain in you that overflows into the, into the world. That is a choice that we can make to be putting in us the, the music, the podcast, the, whatever books we're reading to overflow what all of these people just gave you today and to come from that place. And I think when we do that, when we, you know, I think that's the winning combination to go, you know, I can look at my calendar this week and block off some times, but instead of like checking boxes, I'm going to go cheerlead people. I'm going to go celebrate their wins with them. I'm just going to build relationship with them. And out of that come people that want to partner with you, people that trust you, people that want to do life with you. And that's what makes this fun and exciting. That's what I love. So I love it. And some of you right now are, are such, um, action and list people. You're like, okay, I need some actions to do this week. Okay. What specifically should I do? Okay. And, and it's bothering you. Here's a challenge. Like Doug said, go do some acts of love, some acts of kindness, pour life into somebody else. Can you imagine if everybody on here, and this would not be a lot, just did that for 10 people, just a, a quick voice message, a quick uh, text, a quick call. Um, you just encouraged somebody and poured life into somebody without any agenda other than to pour life into them. That is the goal. Yep. Can you imagine there's a couple thousand people on here live this morning. There'll be a couple thousand more uh, that listen to the recording. It's about 4,000 people, um, about half the number that are in the group, by the way. But um, that would be, let me do some math. That'd be 40,000 different acts of encouragement this week. Can you imagine the impact that that has in the realm that we can't see? Like, like I want you to think about that. That's the power of this group and all of us walking out here. And listen, there's, every one of us can do that. You can, that's, that's barely one per day this week. And as a matter of fact, do them all today. Send out 10 encouraging messages and just pour life. You might get addicted to it and you might want to do 10 <laughs> tomorrow and the next day and the next day. Um, so let's do that. That's, that's your action steps. Uh, let's go, let's have, I believe this is going to be an awesome week. Uh, what a way to end the month, you know, uh, gosh, we could have had a list of here's how you blow up the month and hit the rank. And you know what, if you chase the things we're talking about today and, and pouring into other people, yeah. those ranks and that income will chase you. Mm -hmm. So love all you guys. Great hanging out. Thank you to everyone who trained the Giles, Corey, uh, Tiffany, John, of course, Doug and Tia, our co-hosts, and my lovely wife, Megan Valentine. We love you guys. We will see you here next week. By the way, hang out in the Facebook group a little bit. We're going to keep some value flowing there as we have been, and the podcast and recording and everything will be up uh, later today. Peace out, everybody. Have a great week.